0: I'm putting forward John Skelton as the patron saint of brightness so I hope the lights aren't (laughs) going to go out I think it falls to me as well as as the the last person from 26 (coughs) to speak to to make a few thank you first of all thank you to all the writers from 26 who joined in this project and there are many of them I see around the room as I look out there now Uh, Everyone's joined in so enthusiastically and so creatively. Thank you all. Thank you to to the uh, writers from UEA, the student writers as well. And thank you in particular to Lily Bradditch, who was also paired with John Skelton and is here tonight. And we took absolutely opposite uh, approaches to writing about Skelton. And, um, and finally, I have to thank especially Chris Gribble, uh, who's gone hiding. <laughs> Chris has been fantastic all the way through this. He's just responded so quickly and enthusiastically to all of the suggestions we made. And really, this would not have happened without Chris. So thank you very much. Uh, Anyway, John Skelton, so um, Skelton was a Tudor poet, and he invented his own uh, sort of and distinctive form of poetry, uh, which was later called Skeltonics, and it uses very short rhyming lines. Uh, I think Robert Graves wrote a poem that began, nothing could be dafter than John Skelton's laughter. And uh, that gives you the form. He became rector of this near Norwich in, in 1505. Before that, he had been the tutor to the young Prince Henry, who then went on to become King Henry VIII. So he, he was uh, a man used to finding his way around the courts until he got expelled from it. Uh, his most famous poem is Philip Sparrow, and that was written as a funeral mass for the dead sparrow of a young woman, James Scroke, who was training to be a nun at Carrow Priory, Norwich. And I've tried to find Norwich at at Carrow Priory. It's a ruin, I'm told, but um, it's hard to track down, believe me. But as part of this project, perhaps the ruins of of Carrow Priory will be discovered and brought to the public. Uh, I was told it was once in, in the uh, factory, the Coleman's Muscle Factory. Uh, I couldn't find the Coleman's Muscle Factory, should they shut that down. <laughs> anyway, um, Skelton. The, the, the other thing, I, I do believe Skelton such a bright poet, and so as I went around as part of my research, I discovered that in Skelton's day, there were more um, churches in Norwich than. In any other city north of the Alps, uh, which also meant that at the time there, were, there was more stained glass in the windows of churches in Norwich than in any other European city. So, this is my campaign to get a stained glass window to skeletons erected in a Norwich church. I suggest St. Peter of Bancroft. It's a rather lovely church. Uh, anyway, my campaign starts here. I call my poem and it's written in the style of Skelton, which is like a sort of Tudor rap. And I call it a matinal, upon John Skelton's day, being the brightest day of the year. Domine, fiat lux, veni mecum lux. In dark I walk the street, hear the echo of my feet, feel the skin of night, longing for day's light. The cold wind's bite makes my steps go faster, the search of the master who spoke last rites under candlelights. For Jane who'd lost her sparrow, poor Jane who lived at Carrow, an innocent young maid, her world cast in shade, no hope or comfort could be made till Skelton stopped and prayed. Then light lifted up her heart, though she and sparrow were apart. Now I seek Skelton out, both within and without, in places of every kind and in the crevices of mind. Listen, even as I walk, the city seems to talk, pointing me ahead, far from my bed. Look where the sunrise draws my eyes, shines in us beams until it seems a place for dreams, a glow upon my face, a time for grace. Here, the church bells ring, the dawn chorus singing. So re me angeli, domini. From the church nearby, I hear voices lifting high. To the Lord sing of joys and make thankful noise. All in this righteous city, there is no cause for pity, No call at all for sadness. Fill your hearts with gladness and know that he is God. Some people he made odd and even his priest poet is content that you know it. He hears his thoughts to keep, in pastures we are his sheep, and the harvests we all reap. All so enter the gates with thanks, to courtrooms and to banks, all folk of varied ranks, in park and shop and steeple, we are all his people. Raise our voices in praise, be thankful all our days, for truth will always last, in present and in past. So spoke the priest to daughter, without fault or falter, to <coughs> praise our poet in psalm, words that would wake us calm, the day's gentle alarm to threaten us no harm. I heard the psalm of the century in the place of sanctuary, set in skeleton's rhymes, adapted for our times, for no poet was ever lighter, no brighter any writer, to colour our sight. To see in a fresh light needs a shining setting, a window in church letting the sun stream through glass where it beams through staining pass and light up anew skeleton in fresh hue.